Hey, guten Morgen. <coughs> Wie geht's, America? Let's see what's going on with my touch. Get ready for justice, traitor. Trump is terrified crying out for help with new posts 34 minutes ago. Please don't lock me up. <laughs> I'm going to screenshot. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Trump panics and sends new witness to testify before grand jury. Donald Trump is absolutely panicking right now as he is about to get criminally indicted by the Manhattan uh, criminal grand jury that has been his wrongdoing for some time now in connection with the Manhattan District Attorney's ongoing criminal investigation. That is one of the things that Donald Trump has now done, which anybody who's a target of a Manhattan criminal grand jury investigation is entitled to do, although Donald Trump is now doing it at the 11th hour, even though we have the opportunity to do it sooner, is to call a witness on your behalf. Obviously, we've reported before that Donald Trump himself has declined to Doesn't waive immunity and testify before the grand jury. But now as it becomes clear that Donald Trump is going to get criminally indicted and he's absolutely panicking about it, he's sending in someone, this Melania. is what's being reported, Robert Costello. Robert Costello is a former legal advisor to <laughs> Michael Cohen. The attorney-client relationship there was waived a long time ago, which would allow Robert Costello to testify there. But Costello was Cohen's legal advisor when the FBI started investigating Cohen back in 2018, when Cohen remained in Trump's camp at that time. Costello was introduced to Cohen through a mutual friend. It kind of represented that he would be a go-between between, between uh, Donald Trump and Michael Cohen uh, on behalf of Cohen and eventually when Cohen said no I'm not going to be supporting Donald Trump at all anymore Costello withdrew and basically said I'm going to send you a bill right now because Trump's no longer going to take care of this at all and I want no part of this one thing to point out about Costello as well as you may remember his name was mentioned in the Mueller investigation and in particular volume two of the Mueller investigation uh, relating to obstruction of justice Justice. Um, volume two of the Mueller investigation, I will just read to you what it's called right now. The president sends messages of support to Cohen. This refers to an interaction between Costello and Cohen. In analyzing the president's intent in his actions towards Cohen, at Aspen Dental, new patients without insurance get a free complete examination and 20% off treatment plans. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Thanks for 80K, by the way. That rhymes. As a potential witness, there is evidence that could support the inference that the president intended to discourage Cohen from cooperating with the government because Cohen's information would shed adverse light on the president's campaign period conduct and statements. And so it's kind of an odd witness that Donald Trump would send as someone who he thinks would help his case, someone who Mueller previously accused of potentially engaging in obstruction of justice. And let me just explain to you the conduct that was engaged in by uh, Costello back in 2018. This is from a report by Adam Claysfield. This is what uh, he wrote from April 23rd of 2019. Shortly after the FBI raided his home, office, and hotel room, former Trump fixer Michael Cohen received 
an email, quote, sleep well tonight. You have friends in high places. The message came from lawyer Robert Costello and is quoted by special counsel Robert Mueller in his recently published report that probes whether Trump obstructed justice in his investigation of Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. In March, when Costello was asked about that by the Daily Beast, Costello claimed that he was referring to Garth Brooks, the popular 1990s single by the country artist entitled Friends in Low Places, and then Costello changed his tune by 2019 and then said, quote, I have absolutely no concern about any of this because it was simply a reference to the president of the United States being the friend in high places, nothing more. And so Costello himself, who is being called by Trump ostensibly to go before the criminal grand jury on Monday to basically impugn uh, Michael Cohen's character was involved in obstruction of justice, essentially, or uh, was potentially accused of obstruction of justice relating to Michael Cohen. Um, and so undoubtedly, the prosecutors are going to uh, be asking Costello questions about that. And so why would you call Costello at this point? Well, as I mentioned earlier in the video, Donald Trump is absolutely panicking. So this is like a Hail Mary pass, if you will, that Donald Trump believes that this is somehow going to uh, convince the grand jury not to criminally indict him. It's absolutely not going to do that. And more, most likely, it's probably going to backfire on Donald Trump, again, because Costello's mentioned in the Mueller investigation, although Costello was never charged with obstruction of justice, of being a part of or participating in conduct where an inference can be drawn of obstruction of justice to try to silence Michael Cohen. And so what is Costello going to say, that Michael Cohen at one point in time was lying about the payments? Well, Michael Cohen, I believe, has previously stated that um, he was doing everything he was doing on Donald Trump's behalf. And so to impugn Michael Cohen would basically be to throw Donald Trump under the bus. And so it's also one clear what benefit Colin Costello is going to be. Costello was representing Cohen. Costello was um, the intermediary between Cohen and, uh, and Donald Trump. And so, again, I, I just don't see this. I don't understand this strategy at all. Um, what may have to happen is if Costello makes certain comments about Cohen in this testimony that's likely to take place on Monday, you know, Donald Trump likes to delay, delay, delay. I mean, what, it may delay this thing for a few more hours or perhaps one more day. It may potentially cause the Manhattan District Attorney to then call in Michael Cohen one more time so that Michael Cohen could just explain his relationship to Costello. And I think it will ultimately make Trump look even more uh, guilty. So the whole overall strategy there is completely and utterly um, uh, makes no sense at all. But really nothing coming out of Trump world does. I just think Trump wants to try to delay this one more day, potentially to foment more uh, violence or try to foment more, you know, another insurrection, if you will, which is obviously what he's been trying to do over uh, this weekend. I guess some more information, though, just so you know, uh, more data about who this Costello is. Um, Costello was Steve Bannon's lawyer in the contempt of Congress case. He claimed that he may be a witness and so that he sought to withdraw from that case. So he was uh, significantly in 
involved in all those communications with Bannon not to uh, cooperate with the January 6th committee. And then I'll just read from you from this is a lawsuit that Mac Isaac, the uh, repair shop owner who got into possession of Hunter Biden's laptop. This is just what Mac Isaac said in his lawsuit that he sued Biden, uh, Hunter Biden, for defamation. It's like a completely bizarre, frivolous lawsuit that was filed by Mac Isaac. I recently did a hit on the Midas Touch Network that you should watch where Hunter Biden filed a cross-complaint against Mac Isaac for invasion of privacy. I was glad that Hunter is finally fighting back. Let me just read from you from Mac Isaac's complaint that he filed back in October of 2022, which mentions Costello in it as well. Starting in late July 2019 and October 14th, 2020, Mac Isaac had multiple interactions with list individuals, include as well as Robert Costello, attorney for Rudolph Giuliani, then goes on to say in August 2020, Mac Isaac connected with Costello, to whom he provided a copy of the recovered data and repair authorization. Isaac specifically asked Costello to not identify him to Giuliani or anyone else when discussing the recovered data as plaintiff desired to remain anonymous. After providing a copy of the recovered data to Costello, but prior to October 14, 2020, upon information and belief, Giuliani provided the information from the recovered data to the New York newspaper, the New York Post, and then the New York Post wrote an expose. And in his lawsuit, Mac Isaac claims he never gave permission to Costello and Giuliani to in any way identify Mac Isaac in that story. But nonetheless, he was identified by the fact that he was identified as a Delaware repair shop owner who holds on to laptops. And so just to give you a flavor of who Costello is, this is the individual who Donald Trump Trump is now presenting to the Manhattan criminal grand jury in a last ditch effort as Donald Trump is panicking to try to convince the grand jury not to indict Donald Trump. This is going to completely backfire. I would not worry at all that this is in any way going to help Donald Trump. The one thing that it's likely to do is potentially cause another 24, 48-hour delay in when the ultimate indictment is going to be handed down, if that. But Donald Trump may try to use those hours to engage in other chicanery and unlawful acts. So we will be reporting and covering what he may be doing there. Um, but this is the individual who Donald Trump is presenting to the grand jury. We'll keep you updated with more information here at the Midas Touch Network as we learn it. I'm Ben Micellis. Make sure you hit subscribe. We're marching to 1 million subscribers. The um, American public's reaction to Trump whining yawn. Retribution is coming straight at you, Donald. You asked for it and now you're going to get what you deserve. Isn't it possible to ask Costello about his dealings with Trump and how Trump was paying him to silence Cohen to protect Trump? This Costello character. A witness for the prosecution.
Tron, please don't look me up, Judge, since you asked nicely. No. Don't look me up. Trump got up scot-free all his life, and now he finally has to pay the piper. <laughs> Repair shop owner, comma. See what other people are saying. So I said, Ben, I'm glad you mentioned that Hunter is finally fighting back. All along, I've been calling for him to sue the shit out of this repair shop owner, Giuliani, and anybody else who is dealing with stolen property. Please, justice, no mercy for the traitor who has destroyed American core values. I thought Trump was a tough guy. All of a sudden, he is again calling his supporters to risk their lives for him. Sounds like a coward to me. He should be held in custody to stop the lunatic causing more and more trouble. Yes, totally agree. Call for the <laughs> lawyers in prosecution. Lock him up. Okay. Okay. Message for Ben. Message for Ben and the boys at Midas Touch. Message.
Those are make no weird noises, little girl. <clears throat> Lock him the fuck up. Stop playing. Fucking terrorist. Fucking negotiating with fucking terrorists. <laughs> Stop fucking dealing with the terrorists. Please tell prosecutors. Stop, uh, tag minus touch. My cell is B. Rides. So yeah, I'm gonna post something like that on the my Senate page, Facebook Senate page. Just to present it 
answer. Instagram chats. Felt to deliver all great. <clears throat> to deliver for some reason. Okay. Share on uh, what? To a group. My touch. Grow any plants easily with these plant grow techniques. grow bananas like that. Holy shit. Wow. No shit. No way. I didn't know that. Wow.
That was a fucking rad. <clears throat> Researching germination of Shadowvaria asparagus and a few new demographics from Lion. I'm not allowing pulling and playing the next day since so the asparagus germination. Wow. Okay. Appalachian forager. Anyway, so I'm getting um, stuck on all this cool gardening stuff. Gardening videos. <clears throat> Pretty cool. Anyway, let's get back to the show tree stuff. What else is going on? What else is on the Midas' touch? Get ready for justice. Traitor! Trump is terrified and crying out for help with new posts 59 minutes ago. It blows my mind how many seniors haven't registered for their $3,500 food allowance yet. It's like, do you not want to... I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump is absolutely terrified about being indicted. He spent the entire weekend posting and posting and posting again. The most deranged <laughs> statements about Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Donald Trump spread more disinformation, just lie after lie. I mean, he really thinks that he can post his way out of this. And it leads you to also believe that he thought that by turning the Republican Party into a cult and by trying to cause mass fear and chaos and trying to intimidate prosecutors, he truly believed that he would never be brought to justice. He truly believed that he was above the law. And this realization is really starting to set in that he is going to be criminally prosecuted and the prosecutions are about to begin. So I'm just going to read you a handful of the further incriminating statements that Donald Trump himself has made, which are not only not helpful to Donald Trump, but will mm -hmm. be used as exhibits against him almost mm -hmm. certainly in future criminal cases as well. But as we said on the Midas Touch Twitter account, I guess the one question that we have is Donald Trump going to be tried as an adult of course you <laughs> said that sarcastically but when you read some of these posts it leads you to um you know really question it because this is some just yeah. deranged and strange stuff let me read for you this post all in caps by the way i'm not going to read you all of the posts that he made because i could go on and on and on but you'll get the point this is what he writes all in caps and with exclamation points he goes I find it very hard to believe that a racist, Soros-backed DA who lets murderers, rapists, and drug dealers walk free and who has presided over the biggest violent crime wave in the history of New York City is using the power of his office to persecute, indict, and prosecute a former president of the United States of America for no crime. The witch hunt never ends, but we will make America great again. As he says, for no crime. Crime. Well, that's in the hands of a grand jury, and in our system of justice, they will be presented with evidence. And if you wanted to go before the grand jury and make your case, you could have done that. By the way, if you wanted to testify accurately before the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, in her civil case brought against you, instead of invoking your Fifth Amendment rights over 400 times, you could answer the questions, but you're too cowardly. And by the way, you know you committed the crimes. That's why you didn't go before the grand jury and testify. <laughs> Instead, we learned you're sending uh, a lawyer, Robert Costello, who used to be uh, an advisor to Michael Cohen back in 2018, who's 
who's discussed in the Mueller report as potentially engaging in obstruction of justice on your behalf and telling Cohen in 2018 after Cohen was raided uh, in April, I have friends in high places who will be able to help you. Don't worry about this. Remember that? Anyway, let me keep going through the statement. So you're calling Alvin Bragg also a racist. You're calling an African-American prosecutor a racist against you. Are you absolutely kidding me? You then go on to say, um, that he's letting drug dealers and rapists walk free. Again, completely and absolutely false. The biggest violent crime wave in New York City history. Again, that is absolutely false. And then you say the witch hunt never ends. No, justice and the wheels of justice are simply moving in the right direction. Here is what Donald Trump also posted. He goes, there was no, quote, misdemeanor here either. There was no crime, period. All other of the many Democrat law enforcement officers that looked at it took a pass. So did Cy Vance and so did Bragg. But then much later he changed his mind. Gee, I wonder why. Prosecutorial misconduct and interference with an election. Investigate the investigators. That, that's just kind of getting boring, your line. Investigate the investigators. Let's go after the January 6th committee, not the January 6th insurrectionists. Let's call the terrorists political prisoners. And meanwhile, let's say that we should go after people like Liz Cheney and that we should go after people like Jamie Raskin. Let's go after the investigators. That's your ongoing playbook because that is the playbook of an authoritarian. And again, everything here is completely false. You go, there was no misdemeanor. Well, there was a felony, and the misdemeanor is going to be also charged as a felony now because it was in connection with other criminal acts. So there was a misdemeanor, and there's felony, and multiple counts of felonies here. You go, there was no crime, period. Um, yes, there was, and there were multiple crimes that you've committed very recently that you're going to be prosecuted for, not just in New York, but also in Fulton County, Georgia, as well as by special counsel Jack Smith. You go, all other of the many Democrat law enforcement officers that looked at it. I mean, first off, the sentence structure. Uh, pitiful. Then you go say, took a pass. That's not true. Who, who who are you referring to that took a pass? You have the Department of Justice currently investigating. And by the way, Jack Smith is an independent. Who are you talking about? Cy Vance. Cy Vance did not take a pass. Cy Vance had a grand jury that was impaneled by the time he left. So what are you talking about there? So did Bragg. Bragg didn't take a pass. Bragg criminally prosecuted. Like, you're using Bragg to support your claim here? How does that even make sense? No, Bragg criminally prosecuted the Trump Organization. The Trump Organization was convicted on 17 felony counts. 17 felony counts. Um, you had Alan Weisselberg, the Trump CFO, serving time at Rikers Island right now for his fraudulent uh, tax uh, uh, crimes that he committed on your behalf. And now you had Bragg that has this grand jury um, that's about to charge you for the hush money payments to Stormy Daniels and the falsification of business records. Falsification of business records is a crime. And also, Alvin Bragg has also stated that he is still criminally investigating you regarding the fraudulent valuations of your properties and all of your fraudulent tax returns and your 
fraudulent uh, loans that you receive based on providing fraudulent valuations to them. That case is still alive as well, and you are being criminally investigated there too. And as I've said on the Legal AF podcast, and as the legal commentators who have showed up on the Midas Touch Network have all said, they believe you're also going to be criminally prosecuted by Alvin Bragg there. What other Democratic prosecutors are you talking about? Talking about Thorny Willis? You're going to likely get criminally indicted there in Fulton County, Georgia very soon. We have to report. It still largely remains redacted, but all of the grand jurors who have spoken with the media now, there's been about six, Emily Kors spoke at first, then five recently spoke to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, have all basically made it clear that you are mentioned in the report without mentioning your name as someone who's going to be criminally indicted. So who is it that you are referring to here? Um, It's absolutely complete BS. Then you go prosecutorial misconduct and interference. Well then, if you think that's the case, go and make your prosecutorial misconduct motion. You're going to lose because there's absolutely no prosecutorial misconduct here. You've tried to sue New York Attorney General Letitia James and all these courts. You lose that every time. So if this to you is your strategy, just completely lie to your base over and over again. Keep lying to your base, but guess what? You're no longer intimidating allies of democracy. You're no longer intimidating people, and you are going to be brought to justice. Here's another statement that Trump made. He goes, When Alvin Bragg first attained office, he made it very clear that, like many other prosecutors, there was no case against Donald Trump. Then the Biden administration, the Democrats, and fake news media began pushing him and pushing him hard. And lo and behold, he said that there might just be a case after all. I knew what that meant. He was being pushed to do something that shouldn't be done. He wasn't willing to stand up to Soros and the the Marxists that are destroying our country. And I mean, where do you even start there? I mean, the entire thing is complete BS. What are you saying? You're saying that Biden is the one who's telling uh, Alvin Bragg to do the, the, the level of conspiracy theory and delusion here in a statement like this is utter, utterly sickening. This is what happens when you have a malignant narcissist turn a political party, the Republican Party, into a cult. And I just think, you know, even though I know the Republican Party is the Trump cult and it's not really a political party anymore, it just shocks me over and over again when you see posts like this and you see the Republican Party supportive of statements like this. I always just think, how in the world is there a constituency that looks at this and goes, yeah, this this is the person who should be making decisions about uh, the health and uh, education and other important life decisions for my family. This guy, the guy who makes these ridiculous, absurd conspiracy theories, the the guy who runs a a death cult, that's, that's who I want to make the decision. Absolutely, absolutely, utterly deranged. But We're not going to close our eyes and cover our ears here at the Midas Touch Network that this is taking place. It's important that we call it out. We're going to call it out each and every day. I could go on and read you many, many more of these, but you obviously get the point because he kept on posting stuff like this all throughout the weekend. But again, all this shows Donald Trump is absolutely terrified. To me, it also shows that he believed in his malignant, narcissistic, delusional mind that he was actually untouchable that he was never going to be brought to justice, that he could just psych out and intimidate prosecutors from ever even charging him. And here's what we know repeatedly when it comes to Donald Trump. When you confront him, when you call him out to his face, when you're one-on-one and you say, you are a coward, you are a traitor, he always backs down. 
the Republican Party, terrified of his tweets and his now post on the new social media platform. That scares them. There's mothers who use Tylenol or other acetaminophen products while pregnant could be eligible for significant compensation. Tylenol has been found to be a significant risk factor for autism in children. Get a free case evaluation and wow. find out if you qualify in minutes by clicking the link below. That's fucked up. What happened to um, Ben? You can't hurt me now. I got away from you. I never thought I would. Pop tip. If you pre-plan your future million subscribers in the month of March so please hit subscribe there is a lot of breaking news you want to be the first to know it we will give it to you here first on the Midas Touch Network but you have to subscribe to our YouTube channel it's free to subscribe so please hit subscribe you may also want to right so um my incubator warming back up new criminal investigation Ah, ah, 11 hours ago (laughs) look at that look on his Funny. Wonder where they took that thumbnail from his speech. Maybe Which is, that's pretty cool. Take away, uh, <clears throat> take uh, these thumbnails that make him look like shit. Make him look like he's begging not to be locked up. <laughs> hey everyone, Harry here to talk about an entirely new serious federal criminal violation <laughs> involving <laughs> Donald Trump. This one for money laundering and his company, Trump Media which uh, is the publisher or owner of Truth Social, the platform he uses to send the country his um, endearing missives. All right, as bet- we have only a very <clears throat> little peek into this from one uh, press report. From, from that peek, <laughs> it looks to me like this is all quite preliminary. But we just have to add it to the ledger of the things that are, uh, you know, a p- potential criminal problems for Trump. Okay, first, money laundering, as you may know, just means there's some uh, money or cash that's um, typically cash that's an ill-gotten gain, and you have to launder it to make it clean to use it. So if you stop and think about it for a second, you're a big-time drug dealer, gun dealer, you know, at the end of the week, and you collect these guys. Trump's committees routed 700... Diaper Don's officially on the run. Stacks and stacks and stacks of cash. Now what? You can buy groceries with cash, but you're not going to walk into... Our dealer, much less a real estate agency, you need to have. It looks to me like this is all quite preliminary, but we just have to add it to the ledger of the things that are, uh, you know, potential 
criminal problems for Trump. Okay, first, money laundering, as <laughs> you may know, <laughs> just means there's some uh, money or cash that's um, being laundered, yeah. Oh my god. What the fuck is this? Typically cash that's an ill-gotten gain. And you have to wander it to make it clean to use it. So if you stop and think about it for a second, you're a big time drug dealer, gun dealer, you know, at the end of the week and you collect, you've got stacks and stacks and stacks of cash. Now what? You can buy groceries with cash, but you're not going to walk into a car dealer, much less a real estate agency. You need to have a standard checking account and you need to be able to take this this ill-gotten gain, this crumpled up hundreds of thousands of more and make it part of a, a, a bank account ledger so you can buy stuff with. And the process of making dirty, ill-gotten money into clean, you know, part of the conventional uh, consumer banking system money is money laundering. Okay. So, uh, that, that's the accusation. The money that um, is being looked at as having been possibly laundered is $8 million in loans, a $2 million loan and a $6 million loan that came to uh, India. <clears throat> Uh, and the reason it's being looked at, or the, the sort of uh, you know, sketchy and tantalizing detail that we have from this one report is, it appears that the, it, it technically is listed as coming from two different entities, but if you do a little just, you know, shoe leather forensic, <laughs> it leads fairly quickly to a new in Smirnoff is very connected with someone who's very connected with Putin. That's the to go more into it. The, the first guy's quite connected, and the other is a family member or around wise thing, but that's charging premier um, uh, office, but the $6 million loan seemed to have come through 
by surprise to many of the executives there, which, yes, <laughs> as weird as can be. Um, and they were worrying about the provenance of them. Maybe they knew something about the Russian guy. And in particular, one officer was very worried about it. He has since become a whistleblower. He left the company, took his information to the government, uh, and that seems to be the origin of the whole uh, investigation and why they are now, you know, looking uh, into it. But they they were worried about it, and they were wondering, should they give back the money? I, I guess these are a few of the officers on the up and up, maybe, in, uh, in, in the Truth Media company. And, uh, they only had 12 million, and this got 8 million, so it was just decided it was just too much to give back, so they keep it. Now, it's going to be really key. What, what were their suspicions? What were the suspicions? touches on Trump's company created as the uh, mouthpiece for his uh, social media transmissions and possibly Trump himself. So that's probably going to Germany slowly I and mean, there's a lot of other things going quite quick. But it's money laundering. Yeah. In so our... I'm going to share this right now on Twitter. Exclamation point. Trump. Implicated in yet another. Money laundering act. Exclamation point. Eight million dollars. Smirnoff. Okay. <clears throat> All right. There was a problem creating your post. Trade place star again. What the fuck? They don't want me to post this. Okay, I'm gonna discard it and I'm gonna try again. Create po create post. Okay, so it let me do it that time. <clears throat> but I want, so since they don't want me to share that information, 
gonna post it on my Senate page too. Um, <clears throat> share, um, chats, let's see who else, okay, <laughs> did I tweet that, no, I guess I didn't, <clears throat> Great job. Great job. Okay. So my wife got me this weird new tool for Christmas, and at first I thought it looked kind of crazy, but after using it, after. Okay. So uh, that that's the accusation. The money that um, is being looked at as having been possibly laundered is $8 million in loans, a $2 million loan and a $6 million loan that came to uh, Truth Media. Uh, and the reason it's being looked at or the, the sort of uh, you know sketchy and tantalizing details that we have from this one report is, it appears that the, it, it technically is listed as coming from two different entities, but if you do a little just, you know, shoe leather forensics, you it leads fairly quickly to a man in Russia who uh, is very connected with someone who's very connected with Putin. That's the, you know, I could go more into it. The, the, the first guy's quite connected. The other is uh, a family member or, or otherwise. But that's, you can imagine, that's pretty thin stuff so far. So, But it's enough to investigate. So the question is, that they're looking into assiduously now is 
did this guy have some ill-gotten gains and were the loans out of 8 million designed to launder them? Now, apparently, in tantalizing detail that we do have, the first $2 million loan, um, Don Trump Jr., who is on the board of this company, it's all the, you know, it's all the, all the, the uh, usual, well, it's many of them. Here, here are some members of the board, Cash Patel. Devin Nunes uh, have been a chief executive, in fact. So um, Tr Trump Jr. is on top of this $2 million loan and is sending emails about it. So that's going to have to play uh, out. And what that's about sure seems more serious and connected with his father and say <laughs> the laptop Hunter Biden issue. But I digress. But the question is, do, you know, do they somehow know about the laundering? And then another really strange detail that again indicates we are really at the beginning of an investigation uh, in the Southern District of New York, by the way, that, you know, they been a hard charging premier um, uh, office. But the six million dollar loan seemed to have come through by surprise to many of the executives there, which, yes, as weird as can be. Um, and they were worrying about the provenance of them. Maybe they knew something about the Russian guy. And in particular, one officer was very worried about it. He has since become a whistleblower. He left the company, took his information to the government, uh, and that seems to be the origin of the whole uh, investigation and why they are now, you know, looking uh, into it. But they they were worried about it, and they were wondering, should they give back the money? I, I guess these are a few of the officers on the up and up, maybe, in, uh, in, in that truth media company. And uh, they only had $12 million with that $8 million, so it was just decided it was just too much to give back, so they keep it. Now, it's going to be really key. What, what were their suspicions? What were the discussions at the time, et cetera? And as I say, there's a whistleblower on the scene to sort of provide it. Okay, a very preliminary inquiry. Nevertheless, as you total it up, and if you're keeping a score and wondering all the different possibilities, we have to add to the list a um, money laundering in, uh, investigation that certainly touches on Trump Jr., certainly touches on Trump's company created as the uh, mouthpiece for his uh, social media transmissions and possibly Trump himself. So that's probably going to Germany slowly. And there's a lot of other things that are going quite quick. But it's this is good to have in our uh, you know in the in the background on the in the back pocket on the overall list. Okay, anything else big ha happens on it? I'll I'll uh, follow it. Come to tell you about it. Until then, it might be a while. But until then, talk to you later. Great Thanks for job, tuning in. Harry.
Okay, so. Yeah, so thank you, Judge Ludman. Thanks for your service. Love your show. Love your show. Thanks for your service. Uh, threatens to murder Michael Cohen. Billy Carson, what you need to know before... First thing I want to talk about before we even get into the manifestation aspect and the mechanics behind that, the most important thing is going to be your vibration. You have to be vibrating at a high vibration before you start the manifestation process. And what do I mean by that? You cannot come into uh, a manifestation process uh, where you're trying to create your, your reality tunnel in a favorable way for something that you're looking to acquire. If you're angry, frustrated, um, you know, in anguish, in sorrow, depressed, frustrated, all these things are going to destroy your manifestation capabilities and also are going to prevent you from creating your reality tunnel to go down the path that you'd like. Your results are going to be probably zero or very poor at best, okay? How do you get to a high vibration? Get to a high vibration, the most important thing is you must be in a mode, in a mindset of unconditional love coming right from the heart. Unconditional love for everyone in the entire universe. The first thing I want to talk about before we even get into the manifestation aspect and the mechanics behind that, the most important thing... The African origin of ancient Egyptian pharaohs has already been proven by genetic analysis. In February 2010, a research team led by Dr. Hawass conducted an autosomal DNA analysis of several new kingdom mummies. The mummies included Tut, Thuya, Amenhotep III, Yuya, other Amana mummies, and some mummies from the Ramesside dynasty in the Pharaonic lineage. In 2014, independent researchers utilized the matching algorithms of existing STR databases to conduct an analysis on the autosomal DNA results published by Dr. Hawass in February 2010. The results were definite and conclusive. All of the pharaonic mummies clustered incontrovertibly close to modern sub-Saharan Africans at a rate of 70 to 94% genetic affinity. On average, the pharaonic mummies were 10 to 20 times more likely to be related to modern continental Africans than modern Near Eastern or Eurasian populations. Kemet was an African achievement and not the result of some foreign incursion. The African origin of ancient Egyptian pharaohs has already been proven by genetic analysis. In February 2010, a research team led by Dr. Hawass conducted an autosomal DNA analysis of several new kingdom mummies. The mummies included Tut, Thuya, Yeah, with pharaohs. Oops, I spelled pharaohs wrong. How do you spell pharaohs? A. DNA analysis of several new kingdom mummies. The mummies included Tut, Thuya, Amenhotep III, 
Yuya, other Amana mummies and some mummies from the Ramasai dynasty in the Pharaonic lineage. In 2014,